Transition to the full picture. If you guys don't like this Instagram half half. Also, too, Who this? you know, shout out to Jay Damar. Jay Damar. Right here. Fuck with her. You know, she's from Baltimore. I fuck with her. Shout out. Go check out our Twitch. We're about to, you guys want to blow it up? You guys feel the hype? You got your truly going over there? Hey, these are new, by the way. Truly Peach is the best one. We're not, they're not paying us for their advertise, for this advertising, but Tell you know. them to sponsor us. Yeah, tell them. Make sure you tag them. We're doing the raspberry and, uh, of course, Asylum. Yeah, that is uh, H2O over here. You know Water Boy. Straight Edge today. SMH. It's the weekend. Let's, let's uh, try to convince Asylum to drink one throughout the stream, y'all. <laughs> right. I'm fucking dead. All right, we're gonna go to the full picture, guys. Welcome to Oh That's Good Radio. Go on our Twitch if you do not like this half half. You're gonna get the whole thing, whole table, whole live thing. All right, and here's we go. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Whoa, it's getting tense here. <laughs> you, you would like to see us kiss, huh? You're getting a little hot over there. Huh? I said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they got some shit going on over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Oh, That's a Great Podcast. Yeah, it is now great because Frenchie's here. That's right. They finally got me here. You know, I was kind of like being Hollywood. I was like, yo. (laughs) What did you say? It's amazing now? It is amazing. It is amazing. Amazing. I I don't have another pun for (laughs) you. 
feel like a fresher should be taking control of the effects. <laughs> oh, yes, this is great. You love it? You got the vibe? Yeah, I got the vibes. You, got you the know, vibe? we're still on this Christmas vibe here. You know, I feel like Christmas doesn't end for people until, like, February. When Valentine's comes, kicks oh, in. Oh, now it's like, fuck the seasons. We're in the love season. Yeah, love, they're like, oh, the love fuck Jesus. Fuck everything. Sheesh. I just, I just want to love my significant other. That's I pretty hope much it. that, you know, wait, not everyone has a significant so other. So I was about to go into that. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Let me, let me do a quick intro. Uh, <laughs> right here. Right here. Right here. He's single. Ladies. Follow at him. Hashtag Asylum Music. Go follow him. That bowl cut is looking sexier every time. You already know. I agree. <laughs> Guys, welcome Frenchie, A&R, manager, event coordinator. Hey, he got it. <laughs> you, yeah, you hear that little? Yeah, I heard that. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't know. Shit. Okay. <laughs> don't start it if you cannot finish it here, Frenchie. My bad. My bad. It was a sneak peek. You know, it's exclusive. <laughs> this is exclusive content here. Okay. 2022. Frenchie's going to come out with an EP. 2021. 2021. Damn. Hey, I, you know, just just so y'all know, I mean, Steven knows that I kind of got heard he started making some kind of music thanks to uh, this guy <laughs> over the- here. She pointed at you. That was I don't know. I feel it was more directed. It was all you. I've been trying to get Asylum to teach me, but like, I don't know what's the deal. Teach you He's what? scared. Teach, teach me how to make music. Teach me how to DJ. But you're like, nah. I don't got time. Right. <laughs> you don't got time. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the reason why. It's like one, one day. All right. He said one we'll, day. We'll there you have it, guys. We'll do a Zoom call. A Zoom call? Okay, we're here in person, and now he wants to do a Zoom call. I have my laptop with me. SMH. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do Zoom if his laptop is uh, covered here. If you guys <laughs> didn't know, he has a freaking over oh, his uh, webcam camera. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Uh, uh, um, for people that do not know, um, Frenchie has been... I want to say a long time, but it's not even been that long time, but it feels like a long time. It does feel like a long time, actually. So thank you for the introduction. (laughs) I am Frenchie Steez. Go ahead, follow me at Frenchie Steez. There you go. Somewhere down there. But yeah, it's been about, okay, we're in 2021, 2020. Okay, yeah. So I started in April of 2019. Damn. Yeah. So it's barely been about a year and a half. Start starting what exactly? Oh, so I threw an event, my first event. It was a 420 event, actually. You guys want to know the story? Yes. You guys got time? I don't know if you guys oh, got, we got time. got all the time. Well, until <laughs> the sun goes down, we stop, or until we run out of alcohol. One uh, of the two. Yeah, I don't see us running out of alcohol anytime <laughs> soon. You might get a little tipsy Frenchy later, but yeah, I don't see the alcohol running out. Anyways, Back uh, just to your kidding. Story. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, 2019. So I actually, the way the story starts is I had just broke up with an ex, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go hang out with some friends I haven't hung out with, you know? So I hit up an old friend of mine and I was like, hey, like, are you free? And he's like, yeah. 
meet me at this bar. I'll buy you a drink. So I said, all right, let's go. So I drove my ass to the bar in West Covina. Did you did you bump T-Pain on the way to the bar? Um, Actually, maybe. I was crying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what song? I'm just, I don't, yeah, I don't know what song. I don't remember. It was a sad one. Let's just put it that way, all right? It was simping hours, even though it was like 3 p.m. <laughs> so I go to this bar, The Republic, you know, shout out The Republic. I hope they survive this pandemic because that dive bar was the shit for hipsters only, a.k.a., you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but so I went to the bar and I met the homie there. And so we sit at the bar. He buys me a drink and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, cool. What's up? Whatever. And then like maybe five minutes into the conversation, he's like, oh, I'm actually here in a meeting. Like, and have some drinks. And so whatever, like, I'm so nice. I'm there, like, listening to the ideas. And I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. So this was the first meeting to throw, like, a 420 event. Whatever, fast forward. um, They want to get a partnership with this company. I don't know if they're still around. Hempstone, shout out Hempstone, because you guys helped me start my music career. Quick shout out to uh, the homie from Mexico. Hey, Mexico, shout out. He just dropped a cat with the sunglasses. I think he likes the sunglass vibes. Drop those sunglasses, family. I'm sorry if any of my family members are in my Instagram live and don't know that I smoke weed. (laughs) (laughs) Here you guys go. (laughs) Surprise! Surprise, motherfucker! She's drooling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he saw that. <laughs> Holy shit. I was like trying to be all sick. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Right now. Ooh, I love this energy. I continue, continue with I'm your. Uh, no, it's all good. Oh shit. The dogs oh, are going The dogs ham. are going to at it. Don't worry. We got mascots. So, so yeah, right? Here, I might have some lipstick. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. It's good. So, um, so yeah, this is like we. I basically see the deal. You know, I'm like, this is why you got to work with us. This is our idea, whatever. So in three weeks, we planned a 420 event called Connect Fest. What type and of music? It, oh, excuse me. What type of music was it? It was hip hop. It was hip hop. Yeah. So we threw Connect Fest, and uh, in three weeks we got about anywhere from like four hundred to six hundred people. Holy shit! Yeah, dude. In Just three for hip hop. Just hip hop. Now, are these artists like huge or? Actually, so this is the reason why we wanted to work with Hempstone because Hempstone at the time was like a growing weed company that only catered to basically celebrities mm. in a way. You know, like the people that are lo- like popular in LA so some of the artists were like people from Shoreline Mafia and at the time Shoreline was huge holy shit yeah so what are some artists that are part of the um Raw Vicious OGZ Phoenix Flexing damn okay for sure yeah so you know they were working with them and they were they were like an exclusive weed brand they only gave it to like celebrities pretty much right and so uh long story short we had Probably everyone except for Phoenix Flexing and Ojeezy come to our event. And then our headliner was this guy named um, Almighty Suspect. And that, and then the rest of the artists were just like people that wanted to perform. You know, it was a platform for them to kind of be exposed to people in the area. Yeah. And so something about me is that I really like to provide like great hospitality. 
Number one thing. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm the person at the event kind of walking around everywhere, making sure everyone's good, making sure we got everything, everything's running smoothly. And so one thing that failed was <clears throat> having like the customer service or like the hospitality experience behind backstage mm -hmm. like uh the people i had assigned to be back there and kind of cater to the artist was not happening so i kind of had to like take it into my hands oh, sure. and kind of like you know make make sure they're getting the experience so um you know i was back there making sure everyone was fed making sure everyone had alcohol you know and i remember one of my colleagues was like yo that artist like go help him out you know like he has an investor well whatever you know yeah yeah so i helped him out um i made sure they were okay and then something i like to do is follow up the next day so the next day i was like hey thank you for coming like i hope you guys enjoyed your time and so that that was that and the artist was like oh thank you so much like i really appreciate it you're cool people and that was that so did you know these artists were huge already before you were even serving them up or were you no, just treating I didn't know them up shit like about were you just treating them like anybody else yeah pretty kind of in a way but then no because i kind of had some background as to like who they were and what you knew they were important in a, in a way yeah, but yeah. i did not know shit about throwing an event i did not know shit about the music industry were you nervous for your first time like first yeah. of all first time throwing your event getting more than 400 people is fucking amazing okay i even trying to do that for your own backyard house parties in high school, I'm pretty sure 400 people would not pull up, you know. So for you to do that for your first event, like, what do you say was the main reason how you gained such a big audience? How'd you grow such a big audience in such a more small amount of time with, like you said, it was your first time, nobody knew who you were. Like, what do you think brought those 400 people? So, obviously, it was not my clout, because at the time I had no clout. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if much of you guys know, but something that's very big right now, as far as marketing goes, is influencer marketing. Mm -hmm. So, we were able to get some of the um, Shoreline Mafia people to, like, post about it. Oh, nice. So, they very posted, nice. and they're influencers, they're you Those, know people, people in the scene and they're and not only that we had this other guy his name was peter 710 i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him but he goes what's good y'all hope you guys have a good morning blah 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 yeah the dude he just like he has like a uh, like Takes a blind a or something yeah. or like wax or something in his head that dude's funny. Yeah, so he's actually one of the guys that Hempstone worked with, and he was basically, like, our host. So he also, like, promoted it for us, and he's pretty, like, a heavy weed influencer out in... It's out. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, my bad. He's, a weed, he's a weed influencer, so, you know, like, it's a 420 sesh, you know? So people were going to come. Um, but also, too, I was a little nervous working with him because he was underage. And I was like, yo, oh, like, shit. I hope I don't get in trouble. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, I think he's like fucking 16 or 17 or some what shit like that. What the hell? Maybe he's 18 now. I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, okay, we need to get him on the show. I want to know what the fuck he's been doing. What? Yeah. Peter, Peter is 17? <laughs> Peter 710, you know, 710. Yeah, Max. like the dab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, right. Back to my story. Well, <laughs> shout out DJ Vega. He's in the building. Hey, Vega's back. Shout out. <laughs> he says, Frenchie shows always stay lit. 
Your show is always staying oh, lit. Oh, shit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchy shows are the shit. If you haven't gone to one, please go check them out. Um, when's your next show? You know, Sorry, I'm jumping. Um, That's a secret, but Ooh. if you guys follow Frenchy Steez, there will be more updates. Damn. Smart marketing. Yeah. You know, follow go me follow now. me. You guys will find the secret stuff. Um, so, so, yeah, right? The show's over now. You know, we, we it was successful, and I was like, all right, cool. So then the weed brand that partnered up with us was like, are you down to, like, work with us? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm going to get paid in weed? Like, yeah, count me in. Like, you're going to give me blunts? You're going to give me wax pens? Free weed to roll my own weed? All right, let's go. So I started working with them, and while I was working with them, one of the artists, I don't know, are you hitting it? um one of the artists hit me up and was like yo like come to the studio blah 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 and uh this is a topic i'm going to touch on later but i was kind of nervous because it's kind of hard being a woman in this industry and space because i never know if people want to work with me so my instinct was that why why before you go on why would you think people would not want to work with you? So that's what I'm about to get into oh, okay, that. Okay, so my okay, instinct okay. was like, oh, this guy just wants to fuck on me. Oh, okay. And I was like, nah, I'm not down. So I declined the offer, and then he hit me up again, like, yo, come through. And I was like, fuck, like, nah, you know, I'm still scared. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't, I'm not trying to be in that kind of environment. So then... All right, I can't smoke right now. <laughs> it's all good. So it's then, good. Um, don't worry. You still got the truly. True. True. <laughs> true. So truly, then, uh, that dumb. Oh wait, wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, that's not towards you. That's it's a joke that Asylum <laughs> told me about. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, one of these photographers that I was following, he hit me up. Shout out to Fat Jesus five six two. Fat Jesus hey, five six two. Fat Jesus, y'all gotta. Fuck with this photography, but anyways. Oh wait, so we I'm got there. the cops. Oh, Sorry, we're too shit, loud They're looking here. for me. Hide me. Sorry. Oh, French is a hot one. Hey, he ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yeah. So Fat Jesus hits me up. He's like, "Yo, come to the studio." So I finally came. Came to the studio and I was impressed. I was like, "What the fuck? It's two stories. They got like six fucking studio rooms upstairs. They're all different colors." I was like, "That's lit. Like, whoa, where am I?" You know. <laughs> and at the time, little background: I was uh, a manager at a Bevmo and a full-time student. All right. And so I'm here, full-time student, almost full-time work, and I'm over here going to do this like on my free time. And so I get there, and long story short, they were like, hey, can you throw an album release party for us? And I had never thrown any shit on my, by myself, so oh, I just... Oh, oh. Okay, wait. So this cat invites you to the studio, you're vibing, everything's going good, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, man, throw us a party. Pretty much. They're like, oh, we like your hospitality at the last event, blah, blah, blah. Like, can you throw our next party? Yeah. They're like, what What kind of, what's on your resume? And I kind of had to lie a little bit because that was my only event. I had not thrown anything before that. Like, I had no background in the music industry. I didn't know shit about what an independent artist was, what an A&R was, like mm-hmm. any of that. I had no knowledge, zero knowledge here in the label. Okay, I'm sitting on the label with no prior <laughs> knowledge. No prior knowledge. I, right? I, I, hey, I was nobody then. I am here now. Mm-hmm. What's up? Oh, Salu, Salu, here. How do you like these Trulies? What's up? Dude, they're fire. Yeah? The they're peach? way better than the regular ones. Okay, so get this. 
I learned that there are some people who like the carbonation, actually. You know what? I'm not the biggest fan of carbonation. I'm not. I hate the carbonation. And it just I'm not blows the biggest fan of, like, sugary stuff. Okay, so that's what I thought. It, there's only one gram of sugar in every Truly, even the carbonated ones. I had my own girl look it up for me because I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Like I was like, too, the carbonation must have, like, 15 grams of sugar or some shit, right? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Well, Truly, I mean, seltzer water is kind of, like, has no calories, so I kind of already assume it didn't have much sugar. Oh, no, I, I, I assume the fuck ton. Anytime I taste something this sweet, this good, mm. <laughs> Wait, so that's not carbonated? No. No. Oh, what the hell? He's like, I'm down. He's like, all right, bring me one. Actually, there's one right there. Shit. Chug, chug. Hey, tell Asylum he got to drink one. No, no, I'm good. Brother Jess is in the building. Brother Jess. shout out Jess. I don't know you, but now I do. Brother Jess. You do know Jess. You met her. Oh, Jess. Jessica. Yeah. Oh, I thought, like, Jess almost sounded like, the way you said it sounded like a dude. Inside joke, Brother Jess. So, uh, where did I leave off on my story? Oh, yeah, they wanted me to throw a party for them, right? Yeah, release so party. now here I am. I said, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just going to pretend like I know what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I'm here setting shit up, whatever. And while I come to the studio the next coming weeks, or the next, like, yeah, weeks, um, I guess the owner, the investor was like, who the fuck is this girl? Like, <laughs> oh, we've never seen her here. Like, Wait, where'd you throw the event? So this was at a studio in Lincoln Heights. You threw an event in a studio. Yeah, remember I told you it was two stories and they had six different rooms? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I assume the whole level of each room was a, like a musical studio. No, like so it's only two stories. Okay. On the first story, it's an open like area, like open. Okay, like, like a regular studio. Yeah, open. like there's no studio in there. It's just an open space. It's huge, almost like warehouse vibes. Okay, okay. And then the upstairs, it did have studios, like individual studios, six of them. Yeah. That's sick. So, so we threw the event downstairs, but away from that, while <clears throat> I was planning the party and I was coming around, the investors realized, like, okay, this person's new, you know, like, who is she? So mm-hmm. they basically sat me down and they started asking me questions, right? They're like, hey, we're about to start a label. What experience do you have? Or, like, who are you? Okay. And so I'm there, like, nervous, because I'm like, oh, shit, it's like a pop-up interview. Like, I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm all freaking out. And so whatever, like, I'm talking to them, telling them what I've done, what my experience. And they're, like, not buying it. You know, they're like, ah, oh, this person's not it, right? Like, that she's full of shit type of look? Not even that she's full of shit. Like, that I don't have enough experience, because I really was honest, you know? I was like, oh, this is okay. all I know how to do. I don't know anything about music. And uh. then... uh I was like, but I'm a manager at BevMo. And they're like, you're a manager? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, they must trust you with money. Yeah. And they must trust you. So whatever, right? They're like, okay, well, uh, we're going to talk amongst ourselves and then we'll call you back in. So I leave and I'm over here freaking out because I'm like, wow, like what just happened? I wasn't prepared. They're probably just not going to want me. That's it. And uh, Ebo, sorry, sorry, my dog. And you know what? High key, um... But that's the thing about the musical industry that I've been noticing is that, like, there's not a lot of people that you can, that they find trustworthy, especially when it comes around money and things like that. Like, that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed. Like, hey, if you're cool with cash, your your level of going up the ladder is infinite. You can go in any direction you want. Well, I didn't know that at the time, you know? Well, I, I'm barely learning this, you know what I mean? I thought it was always the skill set. The, the knowledge, how deep do you know artists? Do you need to know a lot? And no, I'm not, Ipo, chill. 
<gasps> Shh. No, we're good. We're, don't. Don't come back. Come over here. Over here. Oh. Sorry, guys. So, so, uh, where were we? All right, so, um, so, I want to know, because I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it. Really? And it's been a while, but I want to know, like, what kept you going? Like, all that stuff you just talked about that happened back in 2012? 2019. Oh, yeah, 2019. I don't know why I said 2012. What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck I wish I started in 2012. <laughs> Shit. All, all that happened, like, in a week in 2019? <laughs> Or like this was like so okay this happened the event was on 420 and then i think the party was like at the end of july or early like august how far apart were they april may june july maybe about three months three and a half months so after your first one what kept you going to be like okay i could do an album party now so i've always been interested in music you know, that's something I've always enjoyed. I play the flute, the clarinet, the sax. I've been playing them since I was, I want to say 11, whatever grade is sixth grade, whatever old you are. And you never wanted to be a musician? <clears throat> so actually I did. I was in band all through middle school. I was in marching band in high school. I even went to the University of Arizona and I played in their band for a little bit, Pride of Arizona. But um, Hey, shout out Arizona. <laughs> hey. Can we get an air horn? So, yeah, you know, um, I had, even in high school, I thought I was going to, I wanted to major in music, but then I started to realize, like, I don't want to be a band teacher, and that's all I knew about music, you know, like, you're either going to be a band teacher, a musician, or something in that realm, you yeah. know, and so I finally was like, nah, that shit's boring to me, like, that's not what I'm trying to do, and so for the longest, I kind of always struggled, like, what I wanted to do with my life. And so whatever, I ended up choosing sociology, which I'm almost done. But like I had mentioned, I was working at BevMo, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I was a full-time student. And then um, when I, back to when they secretly interviewed me, um, they called me back into the room and they're like, hey, do you want to work for us? Damn. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. You know, they're like, you're going to intern for us for three months and then we'll start paying you. So I would come like after work, whatever. But then like two weeks later... They were like, we need you to quit your job and we're going to pay you. Yeah, what? they're like, yeah. And I was like, fuck. Did like, your heart drop? <clears throat> I was scared because at the time, like, I had just moved out. I was living on my own. I had a permanent secure job. Like, they can't fire me unless I really fuck up, yeah. which I never really missed work. You know, I was a good, I was an example of a good worker in the corporate world. All right. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so now. <laughs> you look like you had something to say over here. <laughs> <laughs> so then so then when they told me that I was scared because I'm like alright do I accept a job that's not permanent like what if they can hire, like they can fire me whenever they want you know it's not secure mm -hmm. so I had that to think about and I'm like I live on my own I got bills like do I go for it or do I just decline mm. you know so <clears throat> I was like fuck it let's go hey <laughs> I like it. You're here now. You took the j leap of faith. There it is. That's the word. Leap of faith. All right. And you killed it and you're here. 
but that's still that's a that's a risky decision to have yeah in that dude moment. i was like, scared it, coming from somebody that was so invested in the corporate world and or like you know that whole thought of like oh nine to five yeah you're gonna go to school and then you're gonna get a job and then you're gonna do that fucking job for the rest of your life you know and i went yeah. from having that to like in a way being free you know making my own decisions making my own hours i could be fucking smoking weed while i'm right here working like who what fucking corporate <laughs> job wrong. lets you You're do that wrong. like yo oh, so i was living life and then so i started the job and literally like two months into the job i get flown out to atlanta <laughs> i go to atlanta right and I'm like, oh, shit, they paid for my plane, they paid for my Airbnb, they paid for all this shit. And this is for the party? For the label. No, I had through the party, whatever. The party oh. the party wasn't as great as the festival I threw, but that was already beyond the point. Now, I'm, now I accepted the job at the label, and now I'm learning what it is to be an A&R, learning what it is to be a manager, like, learning what it is to be a tour manager, or, you know, <clears throat> researching stuff, trying to figure out how to get music exposed. Um, finding addresses to radio co college radio so I can send them physical CDs, you know? Like, I was learning what a DSP is, which is, like, the digital streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, like, learning kind of who was the biggest and all that. And while I was learning all that, one of the, uh, the artists I started managing, he started telling me, like, yo, this is a person I really want to work with. I'm okay right now, thanks. <clears throat> This is an artist I want to work with, and they're like, make it happen. So at the time, this was Jetson Made. I'm not sure if any of you guys are familiar with this producer. <sighs> Sorry, guys, my throat's a little itchy. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to play a song? <clears throat> take a quick breather? You want a little break? You, you, you need to be good? You want to take part? You good? Body break? I mean, can I kind of want to... I'll talk about this thing, and actually I'll send you the record that we made over there. And it'll be an exclusive down. drop, okay? So, so, where did I leave? Okay, so this artist tells me, like, yo, I want to work with Jetson. Right at the time, Jetson made, his only hit was with the baby, which was Suge, you know? Like, you guys familiar with the song? Yeah. Okay, so Suge was his hit, and he wasn't that popping yet, but that put him on the map. And so I remember, like, we were in San Diego shopping, and I go into an Instagram Live for the first time, and I click the send a request, not knowing what the fuck it was. And next thing you know, I get a circle on the Instagram saying, now going live with Jetson Maid. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, I was like looking at my phone, like, what's, yo, I don't know. I went to run to the artist and I was like, dude, I'm going live with Jetson. And then he's like, you're lying. And I was like, I'm not lying. Look, <laughs> I was so excited, you know? And so uh, we're on live and we're like, what's up? We're cash ready. We want to be like, was, was good. <laughs> And then a week later, we were in Atlanta making a song with him. And this was back in September, like September 1st of 2019. And now we're in 2021, and Jetson Maid has, he's fucking popping. He has that Jack Harlow song. What's that popular one everyone fucking sings? Brand new whip just hopped in. Oh. Or whatever. Shit, Andrew sings that, 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 that TikTok one? Yeah, the TikTok one. Oh, I don't so know, but I've heard it. Jetson produced okay. that. He's produced so much shit. And so that leads into... Because all he's about to... Um, What's the song called? The... I don't know. Just look up oh, Jack Harlow. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come up. So he's about... Jack 
Carlo. So he's about to look up some song that Jetson's made, and then I'm about to play you guys an exclusive uh, song. No, actually. Oh, what's popping? Oh, what's popping? Yeah. After this, we'll play you the song that I made in Atlanta. It's an exclusive. Uh, don't screen record this. I'll call the cops on you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So right now I'm going to play for y'all what's popping. We're going to take a little break. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be back, everybody. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. This this just transitions. This is going to be a little weak. Hold on, guys. My bad. My bad. My bad. Here we go. We are fucking B, guys. Here we go. Yes, sir. That's a hot one. Yeah, it's wait till it drops. That's my baby. I'm waiting. When does it drop? I don't know yet, but I hope it makes him go viral. <laughs> it will. It's a hot ass beat. Hot ass that line. beat is hot. Hell yeah. So whoever listened, I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but in the song it says something about like how you want a threesome, then turn around and start getting jealous. So before we went to Atlanta and made this, there was this girl that this artist was like hanging around with, you know, probably FWB type shit. Yeah. And she came with a friend. And so the whole thing was like they wanted to have a threesome and all that, but then the main girl started getting jealous of her friend for him wanting to have the three but it wasn't even him who brought it up it was her like, you know so that's why he said that in the song I got, I got a quick interruption I got a request is there some lights we could throw on back here oh. <laughs> we are in the dark dude these, these ones you can't turn this hey hopefully this works shout out to the camera do your shit shout out Summer Summer this is Summer's camera no that's my camera oh so yeah how are you <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't even know where I left. Oh, Atlanta. And the question that you asked me about what has kept me doing this. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, I worked for the label and they ended up fucking firing me. Like I like the risk, I was like, I have to take this risk, so they fired me. How long how long were you in? Bro, I was only there like three months. Oh. Yeah. Bro, the part where we need the lights. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh where, where? Here, hold on, maybe. Does it work at least though? I mean, Check the stream. Can they see us? Yeah, you can see us. Frenchie, you're looking good right oh, there. Oh fuck. Honestly. Hold on, you have the right idea. Right? Shit. You really Let's go. I'm smart. <laughs> so they fired me. Three, mo- three months you, later. Did you move to Atlanta? No, I didn't move to Atlanta. I just went for the, like, four days. You were in three days. months? No. Oh, three days. I, I was there for, like, four days. But I'm saying the label. But you were working remotely or something? You said you got fired after three months? Yeah, but, like, the Atlanta thing was just, like, a small expert of the whole, my whole experience there. Mm. It was just four days of the three months. I came back. I went to Atlanta, made the record, and then came back. But in three, in three months, I was fired, and I was kind of like, "Well, fuck! I knew this was gonna happen, and here I am." Damn. I know. So then I was crying. I left crying. Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna admit it. I don't care. 
fuck y'all. <laughs> so I cried because I was like, oh, I live on my own. I got bills. What am I going to do? And the way they did it was like they paid my they paid me cash and they're like, all right, we don't need you no more. It wasn't even like they gave me a warning. It was just like, all right, peace out. Really? Like all of a sudden they were just like, boop, yeah. drop. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, so then at that, that moment. No. Back to the silence question, it was like, do I continue to do this or do I just fuck it? Like, that was a cool three months of my life. Like, time to go back to working the fucking corporate job and going back to school. Yeah. And then I was like, nah. I started, like, I bossed up. I cried a little more, you know, and then I bossed up and I was like, trying to try to, time to try to figure this out on your own. So I did. I ended up meeting some dude. Let me throw events. I threw one event, and after the first event, he was impressed. And he's Whoa, like, okay, Yo. so wait. This was, you got fired. I got fired. How many months were you in, like, the, the pool of, like, the unknown okay, before so you I threw was, your next event? Like, August, September. I, I got fired, like, at the end of October. And then, like, at the end of November, I finally grew the boss to, like, go party at my ex's club because hey. he was a bartender there. What's up? That's what's yeah. up. There and you go. Like, hey. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's been a while. It's my favorite place. I ain't going to stop this fool from Fuck yeah. I love that. Good so energy there. Fuck I went yeah. and then, okay, like, I was just kind of like, yo, okay. One thing about West Covina is that there's not that many black people in the area. So for me, when I went to the club, I was kind of, like, shook. You know, I had not seen rappers in the area and i was like what the fuck like this party must be jumping <laughs> so they're coming down and i was like yo what like you, the party sucks and they're like no we just finished performing and i was like long story short the fucking club was not popping that oh. shit was dead and i came back down and i lied to the guy and i was like yo i throw a lot of events which i've only thrown two uh, let me throw something here i know a lot of artists Okay. And he's like, yeah, okay. And so I threw my event. And he's like, I've been trying to get it packed like this for a long time. Hey. And he's like, let me tell you this. I got 16 other venues, but they're all in L.A. And I was like, yo, all the artists are in L.A. Like, that's perfect. Yeah, great connection. And so, yeah, that's kind of started, like, my whole career in the music industry. And So that was the jump start to, to the second takeoff. Yeah, pretty much. Like, my independent takeoff and not so much working for somebody. Okay. So that mindset is a lot different. I'm not going to lie. It's a little tough to be working for yourself because you have to motivate yourself. You know, like you don't have a superior above you telling you like, yo, you got to do this. And if you don't do this, you're getting fired. You know, it's kind of like you got to wake up and kind of like hype yourself up. You know, like this, this is a you game. Like, yeah. And away from it being like a personal game, it's also, I think, a lot of, about working with other people. That's something that I learned, you know, and that kind of brings me into another topic of like people wanting to create their own thing, you know, not not that they want to create their own thing, but there's sometimes people have like animosity towards each other. And that's something that I've kind of experienced in the event coordination game. Um, like people kind of sometimes get upset that you're doing something, you know, and instead of wanting to help you build you or like create something bigger like look at the bigger picture they're like you know what i'm gonna make my own thing and that's something that i kind of through this other event company kind of want to break the barriers of such thing like yeah. i don't want collectives to have like animosity towards each other in fact i want them to work together and create something bigger you know like something that i feel more confident about or not that i feel confident about but 
I just feel like there's enough for everyone to eat. There's enough of yeah, everything. Absolutely. You know, so why work against each other? Do you feel um, like in the music industry there's a lot of people doing that? Yes, but I feel like right now I'm kind of creating the space, at least around me, of collaboration, like working with other people, kind of like in a way getting people more open yeah. towards doing that or towards being the bigger pick bigger person you know like yeah this person did something to you and yeah you feel upset but at the end of the day like don't let it get to you you know like show them that there's you got love you know like yeah, love that's, defeats that's, that's everything like you know so so i think to me if you can be the bigger picture and not kind of fall in the fa same footsteps of, of like oh yeah fuck that person or whatever like you can definitely like open other people's minds to being like oh like i may have done something to that person but they're still being nice to me or like that's kind of yeah. new to me absolutely um and so yeah like that's <laughs> i don't know how i got into that topic to but no 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 absolutely and i think that topic is actually very important a lot of people need to hear that because right now it's they think the industry is such a cutthroat industry which it is don't get me wrong you know what I mean? Yeah, take that. Your mm. a the truly tees. Oh, they're fire. Hey, hey, truly, sponsor us. Oh, What's up? Frenchie really likes them. She's already yeah, on her second like one. Then we're gonna move on to the cognac. Fuck. <laughs> so hey, they should sponsor us too. Hey, I'm working on that. I'm working on the corporate bags. Don't you worry. Oh, I love you, Frenchie. <laughs> you see, this is my fucking Frenchie. She's always working on something, man. Hey, always so, moving. Yeah. Fast forward to now. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Anmasuridi, going back to your, uh, you know, your your lifeline. Fast forward to whatever my story was. Like now, I work. Well, now I'm managing um, a really fucking dope person, which is uh, his. He goes by the name of Z God. He's a producer mm -hmm. slash mix engineer. Owns his own studio, which is called the z room shout out to z room you guys should check them out at the z room hey Thanks can we get that. some horns which oh. actually he has made a song with oh i'm here oh fuck and it's fucking lit i'm out drop my <laughs> no the song is but you know yeah i manage uh z god now and i help around the z room a very fucking dope studio where a lot of rising la talent comes out of um yeah. So now, what do you what do you call yourself? I guess like, are you like, are you like a, a manager that manages artists, or are you like only an event thrower and you just kind of like this is something on the side, or like? So I think something I'm getting very good at is throwing events. Um, I, however, have not been throwing any hip hop events. I'm a little focused right now on the house side of things, electronic music. Um, but yes, I, I'm also call myself an A&R as far as like, for example, right now we're working on a record and there's two verses on there that I was like, no, that doesn't fit the vibe. You know, the hook is fire. Like it could be TikTok viral, you know, but the verses, no, let's dig into my contact of female artists, you know, let's listen to their music and see which one fits for the record. So that's kind of in a way, a and you're A&Ring the record. You're finding these other artists that will have the sound, that will potentially have the sound for that part, for that record, you know? We got the hook, that's our base, you know? Now let's find some other artists that will fit on there. 
So that's kind of how I in our I in our record. You know, I'll find the artist that'll fit the record. And then I'm a manager. Um, for, um sorry, 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 sorry. For people who don't know, um, can you can you explain what an A and R to our viewers over here? The difference between that and a manager. So you can be a manager and still A and R. But a manager basically manages like almost everything of the artist as far as like which record we're gonna release, um, is it ready? Should it be more like should it be a different edit of a mix? Like you know, mixing is like adding effects to the record. I mean, I don't know exactly the whole term of, of mixing a record. I just if it sounds good, I'm like hell yeah. But um, <laughs> away from you got, right, you got it, you got it. Yeah, away from like making sure the record's okay. It's also making sure like the marketing is happening. You know, you may not know how to do the marketing, but your job is to go find somebody that does know how to do the marketing and make sure they're doing their job. Your job is also making sure that the artist gets paid or the artist is um, getting booked. So they talk to the booking manager, they book their shows for them and then they make sure like they're on stage at time, on time or they're there, you know, they're not fucked up. Like it's almost like a babysitting gig almost, but I mean, <laughs> with my other yeah. artist, not, not Z, just to specify, you know, Z, Z is oh, actually- Oh, Z's in the chat, he said, let's go. Hey. Shout <laughs> out to Z Easy to manage, you know, he's a team player. I've worked with the other artists that's fucking, it's nuts. Like, why do I gotta hold your hand? Like, this is your fucking career too. Like what? Every artist is different. Of but, course, hey. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to talk shit. No, 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 no. It's not that good, <laughs> but like there, there are, it's everybody's different, you know? You've been in different relationships where you had to really, you know, secure the securities of them and you have relationships where you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck, I handle, you know? Yeah, so, so there's a lot of different aspects to managing an artist. It's just, it's anything that entails the artist you're managing, you know? Um, as far as like their music and their marketing, their exposure, and just making sure they're like represented in the right way. So what what gives you like, hey, like I want to pick up this artist? What makes them stand out to you? So that's a good question because I've had a lot of people ask me to manage them, mm -hmm. but I am just like, nah. <laughs> and I haven't, so my first artist, I'm like all over the place right now, but my first no, artist, he just happened to be my first artist because, like I said, I started working for that label and did not know shit about music. So he was just kind of thrown on me in a way. Like, they're like, oh, all of a sudden I was his manager. You know, I was like, okay. You're my manager now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I know. I know a similar story. Yeah, so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm your manager. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I'm this guy's manager. I don't really know what it is to be a manager, but fuck it. <laughs> And so whatever, I became his manager even when we both left the ma the label. But then I kind of, kind of toned it down with working with him, and then kind of like didn't manage as much. But now like, um, I met some I met Z God a couple months ago, and like, I started to kind of like work with him, see what he had going on, and. I thought it was cool that he was, like, willing to help you out. Like, you know, like, you need something? You need me to do something? I'll do it. So you manage Z-God? Yes. So what what stood out from Z-God to you that were like, okay, let me manage you? 
his music was really dope. First of all, he was like into the whole trap stuff, and then I learned that he was trying to make like the house music. The and house so, music. Whatever house music. <laughs> I love you. I'm just saying. And and the at that time, it. I was I need like, to sample the the house music. <laughs> I was getting into the scene, you know. I was. Yeah. I had been to this last year. I got into the space talk. I got into space talk or whatever. You know, I started learning a lot about the industry. Sorry to cut you off, but Ziga said manager of the year hey. with a little <laughs> trophy. So, so he started making house music and I was like, yo, like I'm getting into this. And it was cool because not only was I experienced already in the hip hop side, which yeah. he does hip hop, but also to like the house side. So I'm like, oh fuck, like I got the perfect artist to work on both. Like I don't need a separate artist. Like I got one that I can do both sides with. You know, does that make sense? So he, he stood out to you because he was able to He's able to do hip-hop and house. Yeah, but not only that. Um, like I said, he's very receptive. So, like... So, like... <laughs> all right, Sorry, we're not used mic, to sharing a mic. <laughs> you know? All right, can I get the lighter? Yeah, 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 I got you. So he was very receptive. You know, uh, my previous experience with an artist was like I don't give a fuck I'm gonna do what I want like I don't care about your advice type shit and like to me that's tough I'm like like what what do you mean you don't care like what do you mean it's all about you like we're a team yeah absolutely when I met him it was it became I started to see more of like okay we're a team you know we get to decide together like what we want to do how we should move forward like i get my thoughts in he puts his thoughts in and then we move forward instead of like just staying at one kind of like how would you say like on one top being stuck on one topic and arguing about it you know Mm, and never moving forward it's kind of like oh we're gonna do all this but then we don't what are the most challenging part with being a manager towards an artist then or what would you say they When are? they don't want to listen or, like, when they kind of try to, like, impose their own way of thinking without, like, taking yours into consideration. Yeah. You know, like... Close-minded artists. Yeah, like, what? that's not cool. Like, yeah. yeah, you may be cool, but at the end of the day, like, you're still not... Popping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. so... So, this is my next thing. Um... Ziga, I'm assuming Ziga's an independent artist since yes. he's with you, okay? So I know we were talking, um, you know, prior to, you know, like topics on this. For independent artists, is this the time and why? Dude, so I actually sent you that video today. What video? The whole YouTube one with the bit, you know, right now oh, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin with and the music, like the cryptocurrency, yeah, the cryptocurrency, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that shit is wild. I forgot to send it to us. I didn't get to see it. No, he didn't oh, get to. So you got to drop it down for I us now. Yo. Okay, so yes, it's the time for independent artists. Like it's getting time where like labels are not longer getting you like uh, useful, um, because yes, they take advantage of their artists, which is like, what the fuck? Why y'all make hella money? Like why not share it? Um, independent artists. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Labels taking money from the artists. Yeah, so money. like, yeah, I think we're in in a transition into like the indie era, where there's a lot of um, platforms that are being created right now where the artists can 
receive their monetization off of their streams directly without having to go through the label, without having to do any of these other stuff, you know, without having to like share their record with only them getting like 20% of the record or, you know, whatever, and everything else going to like this, this, that, you know. Now they have, now they'll have full control of like who buys into the record. So part of the video I had sent Steven was, um, I don't re recall the company of it, but I think it was like something like Genesis. Yeah, was, um, Genesis Trade Express. I was trying to buy stock into it. Actually. Yeah, so this is crazy, right? <laughs> I was so trying to buy stock because it was genius. It was the first company to get involved with music traded. I, I think you're going to explain this better. Than Go ahead. No, no, no. You might actually be able to explain it better than me. Um, from my understanding of the video is that this company is now going to like different platforms, collecting all the data from it and giving now that data usage and breaking it down to shareholders to be involved in that music. Yes and no. Okay. So as far as like what you mean by stocks, what they were saying was that you, okay, you're an artist, right? Correct. You put out a record, you got your 100%. Correct. So now imagine that each percent is a share in your song, one stock share into your 100%. Song, yeah, okay. So now you get to sell per the percentage of your music to your consumers if you wanted to. Like, you get to, like, yeah, this is how much I want for this share the, of my song. The share of the song, yeah. You know, so now you're in control of who you're giving percentages to, who's paying you money. You know, instead of it going to going to the label, it's like they're paying for a share of your song. So Directly to you. Yeah. You're so it's kind of like now. you're fundraising money. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's what's So up. like maybe you charge 2000 per percent and you give out like 25% of your song. Now you have, what, 50000 Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Right? 50, yeah, right, 50000 Yeah, like about 50. And so now you can use that 50000 to market that song. Or whatever what you, you want, do, yeah, you know, like, and so yeah, back to the data. Um, this company has over, I want to say, 150 million. Yeah, like um, data from different radio stations and across every, like I don't know across, I don't know if it's globally or just to the U.S. But yeah, they're gonna have like so much music data that'll basically help you market your music. Like you're gonna know exactly who's listening to your song, on what radio station, you know, you're going to have access to that information, whereas before, the labels wouldn't give you that information. No, not at all. You they know, do like, all you kind of, yeah, the they were you. in charge of that. They're just like, hey, just make me more. Give me yeah. more, something to do. Pretty much. Like, even maybe they were ripping you off. They weren't giving you enough percentage. Pro like Probably not. The music industry has got <laughs> exactly. its claw in the bag and wants to be like, you get the drip coin while we fly away. Yeah, so basically now this whole thing is kind of like helping you get or gain control of your music and how you monetize off of it. So is, are we saying that in the future now that like all artists are going to say, fuck you, labels, yeah, and I mean, start dropping this shit? Yeah, I mean, if they don't already, they should. Uh, we are going into a technology era, I believe. We are, definitely. And a lot of music is now being streamed. A um, lot of music is actually getting electronic as it is. I was you know, doing a couple of research in, you know, what is the future for our music? And it was called hype pop. And I was like, what the fuck is hype pop? And it's pretty much called PC music, computer music. And it's a mixture of that with instrumentals. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? That's, that's fucking wild. What? I was like, EDM? <laughs> and I was like, wait, uh, I'm not even going to try to hibernate too. But it was it was very interesting because the perspective and an example that I everyone's been bringing up to me is Playboy Cardi's new album. Oh, yeah. So before we continue, you did bring up a point about like, what the future of music is or whatever yeah so as of 2021 hip-hop has kind of overtook the genre of pop mm, so okay. kind of like hip-hop is now the new pop the new pop okay yeah it's that's what it's considered like so taylor swift <laughs> is gonna hop on a trap beat hey fucking baby shit we got celebrity <laughs> deathmatch going on with fucking paul logan or jake logan whatever the fuck <laughs> that guy's name is <laughs> A lot of crazy shit's happening. Uh, right. You're not wrong. Six <laughs> days of Capra got fucked. Hey, you know that meme? Did you guys watch that? See that meme about like it's harder to get into Costco without that fucking card than to get into the cap state capitol building. But I was <laughs> no, like, yo, I <laughs> you don't got the Costco card? One. You ain't getting in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Costco. I just got a Costco membership. Actually, oh God, you're Christmas. adult too. I'm a, stop! <laughs> stop! All right. SMH. Continue on the <laughs> topic of the oh, future of music. We said no. Well, that was all I wanted to say. Oh, I just okay, wanted to make okay, sure okay. everyone knew that hip hop is now the number one. <laughs> hip hop, you heard it. Realize that I'm not even on Instagram Live. I'm over here talking to my phone. <laughs> You want to be on Instagram? No, 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 we're good. It's okay. exclusive Twitch now. It's on Twitch. It's streaming off my Twitch too. It's on yeah. YouTube. It's on Twitter. That's that's fire. It's <laughs> everywhere. You just type in, "Oh, that's good radio." We should be popping with the live. Follow right Frenchie Steez, whoever's new and doesn't know me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, DSPs. If you guys are an artist, raise your hand in the chat. Or, like, say something if you guys are Fact. an artist. But anyways, if you guys sing or trying to upload your music or whatever, like, first of all, you guys do have to find a distributor. This is, like, Disc Distro Kid and all these other ones. Dash Go and there's a lot. But, um, yeah, you pay for the subscription and then you can upload songs and they get uploaded to all DSPs, which are like Spotify, Apple, Tidal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A little bit of facts on those is that Spotify is actually the number one streaming platform globally. Okay. I'm glad that you brought up Spotify now because it, you just had a very important fact. But fuck right Spotify. Yes. But even though I like Spotify, it fucking sucks. Okay, exactly. Because you only get like not even a 13th of a cent, like Bro, half they're fucking ripping artists off. Okay, but understand now, the CEO... Is trash. Is trash. <laughs> but said a very important fact that I was very like, are you cold? I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm just, oh, you know, okay. I'm oh. hyped. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you call me out like that? Just gotta make sure you're good. You're my guest. I don't want you dying on me. Oh man. The CEO. The CEO said that the future of artists is now artists that used to drop, you know, music every three years, four years. You know what I mean? We we waited for the album. Bro, we dropping music every day now. That's what he said. Because the consistency that every artist needs. But why? Because well. This is the time. Oh, you know what? Why? You tell me why. No, but look. You tell we me why. We live in a time where people lose their attention span like the 
I love this. Best dream. Oh, shit. What did I say? I don't... Um, attention span. Oh, yeah, see? Exactly. Back to my point. <laughs> 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 that proved my fucking point. Fuck. Holy shit. That was great. That was not planned, I promise. That wasn't planned. We have nothing scripted. <laughs> yeah, oh, nothing shit. scripted, but... Great. Well, we had the idea of what to talk about. Future of music, I knew, but... Continue, 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 <laughs> so, continue, continue. So, attention span. Yeah, nowadays... Everyone has short attention spans. You yeah. know, if that shit doesn't hook you in the first five seconds, you're cut like next. You're scrolling. Like Facts. you're gonna see or hear it. Like Guilty. maybe if you're if you're like a music fanatic, yeah, you're probably listening to the song maybe thirty to a minute. Yes, not even forward. thirty to forty five seconds. And then you're like, nah, this ain't it. Next. Mm. So, um so I agree. Um but- consistency is key, but also too. Do you want to put out music that isn't good quality, you know, isn't mastered correctly? You you don't, I mean, I don't want to listen to, I don't give a fuck how. Some people how, really honestly can't tell the difference until you really point it out to them. And I've experimented with that with some of my friends. And I feel the more deeper you get into the music industry, it's kind of hard to see past that illusion that everybody else sees. Because if you think about it, there's some tracks out there that, became top 100 you know billboards and it's trash to some people they're like how the fuck is this number one why is this popping i get it and i think that that's possible with certain artists because some artists are that good they don't fucking need that yeah good mix or that good master you know they're you could just tell they're talented yeah but on the contrary most artists are not that great like that True. I mean, I can't believe it. it seems like I'm talking shit. I'm not. I promise. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to say that those kinds of little enhancements do help uh-huh. as far as like sounding good, you know, putting it on a speaker and listening to it. Imagine listening to a song that's proper, properly mixed and mastered and stuff and then listening to a song that instant. I'm pretty sure. Or I don't know. Have you tried that? Tried what? Playing like a super terribly mastered mix song and then playing one that is really good. Do you have you tried to see okay, so the difference? To be honest with you, what I, I love to do, I'm a reference man. I go to the bangers themselves and they're on yeah, different time errors. Okay. So when I listen to it, I'm like, dang, how did this like funky town like you know you know come to funky town oh you know what other song too that since you missed it to funky town that song fucking uh whip it yes on the radio i was like god dang what the fuck like this is a normal song but it bangs and if anybody and it bangs and if anybody like i said musical talent yes musical oh you're right if he wasn't musically talented do you think it would have the same effect I'm just asking. Just trying to see something. You're not wrong. <laughs> it was mixed by the professions to that point. But when you say that, I think of the quality and the master to now. Because there's but, such but a specific away from way. The, the master and the mixing, you know, like how. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you look at even like express yourself, 
Diplo. If you listen to that, that shit is nothing compared to Diplo now. And that's was still a banger. And I'm pretty sure he was just like, I don't have money to pay an artist $200 to mix this professionally and mastered. Because that cat was a social worker, a teacher, while he was producing that, that whole album. That's fire. But the, I guess what I'm trying to say is like an artist who can get in front of the crowd and like sing it, you know, and them sounds oh, okay, fucking okay, okay. fire, you know? Okay. Without that kind of technology, is what I'm saying. Like somebody okay. that has that kind of talent, and then oh whatever sings on whatever, like they're still gonna sound good, you know. But some, I'm saying somebody that isn't as good, like maybe they're not bad, but with a little bit of like mastering and mixing, like they sound, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then they I, sing, I and it's saying. kind of like, what the fuck? That's not what I heard on the like radio or whatever. Okay, Whether it be saying. old. In the old times or whatever, or now. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense or not, but <laughs> Asylum, I haven't really been hearing any of your thoughts tonight, and it's making me a little nervous. I'm just listening. I'm enjoying the story. I know. But I asked you a couple questions. Uh, like a couple, which is two. How long have we been doing this? Oh, shit. <laughs> An hour. I guess one every 30 minutes. Fine. You're, you're, you're forgiven. I think she, I, Thank I think you. she's right. You should take. No, it's all good. You can keep asking your question. <laughs> I'm curious. I want to know what's in that brain. <laughs> <Run it. laughs> okay, pause. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I had, I had one thing. Okay, okay, one thing. So, on the independent artist, being consistent, being talented, and quality over quantity. You're saying, yes, I believe quality over quantity, but. Yeah, correct. Right, right. But even with busting those out, I feel like you can still give that quantity and then you still need a backstory with it. And that's the, what the I mean. interaction yeah, between like, fans and artists. I'm trying to create something fucking dope. Like, I don't want to, like you said, everyone's just dumping their music, but there's kind of almost like no real Flow. value to it. There's no, everyone's kind of doing the same thing, it almost seems like. Yes, and I believe. If you keep a, the frequency with the song, you know what I mean? Like, give me um, mm, Ocean Drive. Do you know Ocean Drive by Duke DeMont? Uh, I want to say yeah, but... It's like a really it. old school song. Yeah, I I'm, probably do know, but... Okay, if I, if I played it for you, like, I'm pretty sure I you would know. know you know what I mean? I'm terrible at recording. Or like WAP. You know what? WAP. Fuck it. WAP. That's a common song. Everybody knows it. You know it. You know it. You bump it. You've bumped it once, at least. Uh, <laughs> I can't say I have. Uh, you, you can't say you bumped WAP once? Yo, low, low key, I don't really... You know what I listen to? No, I, what do you listen to? I don't listen to that stuff. I honestly just listen to my artist's music. Consistently? Almost pretty damn near. You know, like you wake up to that? <laughs> do you know how many fucking songs are in that catalog? No, I don't. Tell me. Well, there's hella songs in that catalog, and let me tell you that it ranges from like chill, like music I could listen to in the morning to like I'm gonna fuck shit up in the middle of the day. You what? Know? Like, Yo, we need we need to hear these yeah, tracks. Yeah, so like you know we have to focus on our independent artists. You know, fuck. I'm like good for them for their success. You know, yeah. but I support my independent artists, so I be listening to their music, whether it be unreleased, my artist. Or the homies that be making music, you know? Shout out to DJ Ice. Hey, DJ Ice. Yeah, he's dope. Right now he works with Boss as his engineer, part of Dreamville. 
Um, he's fucking coming up right now. I'm proud of him. You know, I thank him for being my friend. He's dope. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I just be listening to their music. And recently we threw a live stream together. Him, Di- I mean, Ice, <laughs> this guy named Desi G, who's also a badass producer slash uh, rapper. Fuck yeah, we'll he check DJs for a Buggy and Jazia. And yeah, he's on the rise too. Shout out to him. <laughs> uh, he makes good music. They got a brand called The Corner Store. Shout out Corner Store. They're fucking fire. They produce beats and they have several artists. One of their artists who I really enjoy listening to, her name's Keelan. She she has a song. Maybe you can play it. It's yeah, I can. Well, how do you spell I her name? I think it's called One Moment. I'm looking at my Oh, I can't tell, I want to say. But Keelan is spelled K-I-I. Two eyes? You know what? Hold on. (laughs) You let me know. I will let you know. And while I'm looking that up, bro, that Chanel Tress guy, whatever his name is, you guys heard of him? I think I have. How how do you say his name? Uh, Damn, he has a song too. I listen to. Well, Sexy Black Timberlake? Dude. I don't know, but he just released one called Skate Depot. That one's fire. But I can't tell. It's the name of the song. It's K-I-I-L-Y-N-N. Keelan is... Well, the name of the song is I Can Tell. And then the artist's name is K-I-I-L-Y-N-N. Yeah. All right, guys. This is uh, Keelan. I can't tell. Produced by the corner store. You know, shout out to all of them. This song's fire. Hope you guys like it. Fuck around, make you my baby father. Yeah, I want a kid and unless you wanna go half on a baby, then baby, let me know. I ain't tryna pressure you. I just wanna lay up next to you. Get deep, real slow. Day by day, see where this shit go. You been all on my mind since I met you. Baby, it don't get any better. Told you that I'm down with whatever. It's whatever, long as we together. I can tell, I can tell I'm feeling you.
so yeah i hope you guys like that song i can tell by keelan produced by the corner store now we're here listening to chanel tress sexy black timberlake i actually haven't heard the song so let's go my favorite though right now is called skate people so you will play a little bit of that next she know i'm not the pussy next song was the first i think one of the first songs i listened to him and i thought it it's a little i think it's a little different it's more like hey hey but i mean they were both cool i like the last song just saying tell you man that you'll be right back let me ask a question 
The dubstep, whoops, whoops, whoops. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm assuming being an AR manager slash event coordinator, planner, thrower, you have some crazy stories up in that head of yours. I do have some crazy stories, but they're not involving with the music industry. So I'm only going to tell you guys one of the stories. You guys get to choose. Either the Uber story or the EDC story. The what? what? So I have a trippy Uber story and a wild first EDC experience. I'm going to say Uber. Uber. Everyone has crazy EDC stories. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They're both both up there, but let's go with the Uber one. All right, so I think this was 2019. I don't fucking remember what year, but it was like a about a year or two or two ago, and um, I had some friends from Boston visit, and so they're visiting. Whatever, cool. I hang out with them for the week that they're here, and on the second to last day before they leave, we hung out, and then 
that day there was a Clippers and Celtics game. So he's he had his whole like my friend had his mindset on like oh like we gotta go to the basketball game you gotta go with us like let's go and I'm just kind of like uh because I had took the train and I'm like if I stay out here like I'm not gonna be able to take the train back home I'm gonna have to figure out a way to get home. So then like it was coming towards the end of our little hangout before the basketball game started he's like I bought your ticket. And I was like, oh, fuck. And, the, and his girlfriend was like, you got to come. You got to come. And I was like, all right. Well, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Oops. Better out than yes, in, I say. Just so you guys know, women That's do That's a burp. shark reference. <laughs> just in case nobody knew that. So, so whatever. I ended up going to the basketball game with them. And uh, where we sit, there's some dudes sitting in front of us. And so it's three dudes. They're trying to take, like, a selfie that they're at the game. And my friend and I, we both, like, kind of photobombed them. And like, after that, like, her and I laugh, whatever. And, long, like, past that, the game starts, whatever. And she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So we go to the bathroom, and then we run into these guys and I don't know what they were saying. And I was like, yeah, we totally fo- photobombed your pic. And so they're like, what? <laughs> so they go to the photo and they show, they're like, oh, yeah, these girls totally um, photobombed us, right? And then they start saying, like, yeah, we're from Boston. And she's like, I'm from Boston, too. Me and my boyfriend are here on break, whatever, right? So then we go back, we sit down, and we're chopping it up. And then they're like, yo, can we have your number? So I give them my number, and then they, they're like, oh, we're going to go to a bar or some shit, pre-COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, whatever. Like, I kind of was like, yeah, cool, whatever. So the game's over. We leave, and they want to go to LACMA before they go. They've never been to LACMA. What's LACMA? LACMA is those urban lights. You ever see those Instagram posts, and there's, like, a bunch of fucking light poles in one area? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, like, in a square? Yeah, in a square. Yeah, okay, okay, So that place. And I was like, fuck, like, how am I going to get home, you know? Like, I'm going to have to pay a $40, $50 Uber, and I ain't trying to pay that, you know? So it's over, and whatever i finally find an uber that was 15 bucks and i was like fuck yeah you know like hell yeah so i take this uber you know i take this uber (laughs) and i sit in the back it's a fucking 45 minute drive back home and it's a shared uber so the guy i sit in there and the guy's like oh hell yeah you're only a two minute drive and in my head i'm like two minutes like what the fuck did i put the wrong address you know like what like how fucked up is this yeah like oh what oh fuck like no wonder i played myself 15 dollars whatever was i whatever so anyways on the two minutes there i started like talking to him he started telling me how he was from boston you know and um cool i felt like i kind of got to know him and the energy was like all right he's a cool person and then we stopped at where we were supposed to pick somebody up and so i told the dude i was like all right i'm gonna go sit in the front because i don't know what kind of person is the next person that's getting in you know i trust you more than the next person (laughs) so so whatever we pick up this girl and now we're driving we're headed i guess she lives in pasadena and on our way towards pasadena i had some weed and the guy was like, oh, like you can smoke in here if you want, if the girl's okay. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, the <laughs> Uber said that. What a best Uber driver. Yeah, so wow. the, Uber, the Uber driver says that. Yeah, And I'm just fuck? like, I wish. You gave me my personal Uber. <laughs> the fuck? I only had, I had a backwood, and I didn't have enough weed to even, oh, like, speaking. roll a decent backwood, you know? Yeah. 
And so I was like, yeah, I wish, like, I don't have enough. So he was like, oh, that sucks. And then later, he ends up, like, asking me and the girl, like, well, if you guys are down, I'll stop by my house and pick up the weed I have. Just He's like, it's on the way. Whoa, he whoa. said, it's on the way. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't go to that house. Yeah, so we were both like, fuck it. Let's go. It's two against one. We could take him. <laughs> you were thinking, like, silence of the lamb or some shit. Yeah, the guy had good vibes, okay? He didn't see uh, me or anything. Uh, and so I had just already ta- spoke to him about, like, him being from Boston and how ironic I thought it was that that like I had just hung out with my friends from Boston you know so then whatever like this girl was trippy because let me give you a little background on the girl so whatever we get to the guy's house he gets off his car and he wait 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 wait, wait. what happened to the girl hold on I'm gonna tell you so he gets off he gets off and like he goes gets the weed while the girl and I are in the car so she's sitting in the back I'm in the front and she's like Starts talking about how she goes to kind of like these sex parties and how like people have kind of like orgies in the jacuzzi and I'm there like, what the (laughs) fuck? You know, like she's like, yeah, so-and-so like fucking in the jacuzzi, like, you know, all this shit. And I was just like. She's openly telling you these things. Yeah, openly telling me. And then she starts talking about whippets. Share Ubers are wild. Bro. Yes. So she starts talking about whippets, and at the time I was wait, I, what are whippets? Okay, so that was the same question. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are whippets?" Like she keeps talking about whippets and all this shit, and so I finally ask her, like, "Oh, what's a whippet?" And so basically, a whippet is. It, I'm pretty sure most of you guys have been to Starbucks and have seen that fucking whipped cream container, like the aluminum one. I used to work at Starbucks, so. Yeah. So you know the mm-hmm. whipped cream canister, the fucking yeah. metal one. So basically. They put the nitrous into that fucking container and they like suck, like take it as a drug. Like, you know, they inhale it. There you go. They inhale it. Working at Starbucks, that fucking container gets fucking cold too when, yes. they, when it releases in there. So I was like, Ugh. every time I used to make the whipped cream, I had to do it, I had to shake it and they would just get like frosted. I'm like, oh, this hurts my hands. Yeah. So instead of putting the whipped cream shit in it, they don't put the whipped cream in it and they just put the nitrous oh, I mean, thing. if you want to go by facts whipped cream is just heavy cream <laughs> so it, it gives you like that nos effect from my understanding so i was just like what the fuck people adults would be doing this like no way you know so she's telling me this she's telling me how she goes to these sex parties and shit and i'm sitting there like yo who's fucking uber like who is this chick like this is a fucking weird ass uber we're about and, to get weed. And this whole story was all while the guy was inside yeah, getting weed. Yeah, this whole story was while the guy was getting the weed. So I'm sitting there like, okay. And she's telling me how she's about to go to this guy's house in Pasadena. And I'm just there like, all right, like I can't relate. For a sex party? Yeah, or some <laughs> shit, maybe. So the story's ending and she the guy. Huh? Did she invite you? Uh, she, I think she was trying to insinuate the invite. I was like, gone. nah, sorry. Come on, that would have been a life experience. <laughs> no, 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 no. I already had a wild experience in that sense. <laughs> so, keep yeah, partying. Yeah, I, no, okay, no, I don't need that kind of party. Nah, damn, that was a one. So you have got asked again, huh? No, nah, thank God. See. Actually, <laughs> oh? this venue, I'm having an event at. The sex room? Uh, well, no, not that it's a sex room, but they're having a swingers party tomorrow, and so that I can hear the sound system they invited me to the swinger party so i can hear it so i'm like all right i'm gonna pull up for like 20 minutes 15 minutes tops and i'm out (laughs) but anyways back to the story 
Yeah, so getting weed. <laughs> so, yeah, so the guy comes back, right? Like, she just finished telling me that, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is fucking getting weird. And thank God the guy's coming back. So he comes back, and he hands me a piece and his Real weed. Quick. Was he charging you the whole time you were waiting in the car while he was inside? I think I still paid the same $15 that I, you know? Hey. Yeah. Air horn that shit right <laughs> So, so yeah, he, he comes back with the weed and the piece. And so I'm like, all right, cool. So I think I start packing. We leave. We're heading to drop off the girl. And he's something that he, oh, well. Before I even get to that part, while I was waiting for the Uber and getting into the Uber, the guys that were at the Celtics game, the, yeah. the guys that were sitting in front of me, they're like, oh, change of plans. We're going to go bowling. Right? They told me that. But I just ignored them. I was like, oh, whatever. I wasn't going to go. So then, anyways, fast forward back to where I'm in the Uber with the guy who brought us the weed. And you ended up bowling. Yeah. You did? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Even crazier. <laughs> So she went to a sex dungeon. Nah, 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 nah. This is you. This is like some crazy, crazy shit. I couldn't believe it. Um, so he comes back with the weed, and like I'm packing it right, and he's like, "Oh, um, I, I'm pretty sure my roommates aren't gonna mind that I took their piece and weed, right?" And I'm just like, "Okay, like, all right, whatever." Like he's like, "I'll just replace their weed later." Yeah. And I'm like, "All right, cool." And they're and then they're like, "Oh, you know." Um, they have a thing where they go bowling and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, this guy told me he's oh, from man. Boston. You know, those guys He's are friends. from Boston. So in my head, I'm like, what a coincidence. Like, what are the odds that these guys that I met at the Celtics game, a fucking basketball game that has tons of fucking people, mm-hmm. are roommates with this fucking Uber driver? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to ask because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So we're driving, and I was like, bowling? I'm like, you're from Boston? And he's like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, are your roommates, do your roommates happen to be, and I named the three guys' names. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, the Uber driver almost shit his pants. <laughs> Swear, dude. Yo. They were his roommates. Could tell you. <laughs> they were his fucking fuck? roommates. And I was like, no fucking way i'm like what are the odds there's so many fucking uber drivers in the los angeles area and there's so many fucking people he that go to basketball them off, turned on his uber and was just like yo boom, not even it. he had told me that he was supposed to go to the to the game but he was like fucking i'm gonna make some money and that car wasn't even like his it was like those uber rented ones but anyways when i found out that that was his roommates uh he couldn't believe me he started to facetime him he FaceTimed him, and the guy answered the FaceTime, and he's like, you know this girl, whatever? And she's, he's like, yeah, we just met her tonight at the game. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchie, you're going to this shit up. I'm not, but I'm life, not. Life smacked you like that. The universe was just like, these people need to be united today. Dude, that's what we were saying. Like, no, th- I could not make this shit up. Like, this is, no, I can, I, I'm not a, a good liar. I know, no, you're not. I'm just, I'm just saying. Play with you. Play with you. Hey, how do you like that truly? What's up? Dude, Which one was better? Fucking advertising uh, for them. When they're not peach? paying us, fuck well, the Is that line? Is that line? <laughs> I don't know, but fuck the Trulies. They're not paying us to advertise for them. They're going to make money off of this. You know how many people watch your shit and like Trulies? I'm just saying. We're, we're valuable. We're influencers in real life. But guys, Frenchie. <laughs> I love your girl, too. I wish I could just be like, hold on. Let me, 
this is this is the hype that Frenchie gets me on. Like, hold on. Yes, play a song because I gotta I go got pee you. now. I got you. Hold on, friend. This is the this is the mood that Frenchie got me going. Like, hold on one second, guys. In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a nigga get an attitude, pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don and I'm over best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a nice dude with some nice dreams. See these ice cubes. See these ice creams. Eligible bachelor. Million dollar bow. That's whiter than what's spilling down your throat. A phantom, exterior like fish eggs. The interior like suicide wrist red. I can exercise you, this could be your fizz ad. Cheat on your man, man, that's how you get a his ad. Killer with the B, I know killers in the street. With the still to make you feel like chinchilla in the heat. So don't try to run up on my ear talking all that raspy shit. Trying to ask me shit. When my niggas feel your best, they ain't gonna pass me shit. You should think about it. Take a second. Matter of fact, you should take 4B and think before you fuck a little skateboard B. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a nigga get an attitude, pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don and I'm over best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a gangster, but y'all knew that. The big boss dog, yeah, I had to do that. I keep a blue flag hanging out my backside, but only on the left side. Yeah, that's the crib side. Ain't no other way to play the game the way I play. I cut so much you thought I was a DJ. Two, one, yep, three. S-C and double O-P, D-Go double G. I can't fake it, just break it. Then when I take it, see, I specialize in making all the girls get naked. So bring your friends, all of y'all come inside We got a world premiere right here, now get live So, so. so don't change the diesel, turn it up a little I got a living room full of fine dime bristles Waiting on the pistol, the diesel, and the shizzle G's to the bizzack, now ladies here we kiss her When the pimp's in the crib, ma Drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot When the pigs try to get at you Park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot, park it like it's hot And if a nigga get an attitude Pop it like it's hot, pop it like it's hot Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Don and I'm over best weed cause I got it going on. I'm a bad boy with a lot of hoes. Drive my own cars and wear my own clothes. I hang out tough. I'm a real boss. Big Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's so sharp. On the TV screen and in the magazines. If you play me close, you want a red bean. Oh, you got a gun, so you want to pop back. AK-47. Now, nigga, stop that. Cement shoes. Now I'm on the move. Your family's crying. Now you on the news. They can't find you. And now they miss you. Must I remind you, I'm only here to twist you. Pistol whip you. Dip you, then flip you. Then dance to this motherfucking music we crept to. 
Subscribe, nigga, get your issue. Baby, come close. Let me see how you get loose. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a nigga get an attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Damn. Y'all missed it. Pop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Dude, I want to show you some to the house. Let's go. He did it again. If you I didn't transition to the video, so they missed it. <laughs> Damn, you guys missed it. <laughs> <laughs> he literally grabbed the bottle and he was like, hey, I thought it was a bottle. And then he's like, oh shit. See, look, I started doing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, the truth. Oh, oh shit. Like, oh, like a lot. Oh shit. Look, it's all good. It's all good. Okay. Right. We back. We back and back. It's a little chilly. All right, Frenchie. What's up? One last one for the books. We can wrap it up. Oh, shit. If you could give give. an independent artist some advice to 2021, what would it be? Sheesh. That's a good question. Only because there's a lot of pieces of advice I would give. One gem. Hmm. I think that can really hear myself. Can y'all hear me? Um, I guess you guys missed out on the gym. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I think it would be to, you know, how Steven was saying earlier, like stay consistent to yourself. Um, keep pursuing your goals and keep improving, you know. So don't give up on, I guess, reaching that sound and developing yourself so you know that would that would be it developing yourself as an artist i think a lot of people skip that you know some people just think they already got the sound but there's always room for improvement and there's always you know a way to find you know just find yourself find your sound develop as an artist find yourself and just push it through so i guess that would be my advice to just keep developing You know, fuck the marketing, fuck everything else. Just develop your sound and do you. <laughs> it's perfect. So, yeah, guess it's the end of it. Yeah, sorry, guys. Well. I hope you guys invite me again. This was fun. Yes, ma'am. Of course, you're always invited. Hey, all right. See you guys next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure, let's go. <laughs> the vibe is real. We're going to run it. We'll see what's up. Stay tuned. Follow All us right. on oh, Look at this is Radio, a... Instagram, Twitter. Epo's about to fuck shit up over here, so we're going to exit out as quick as we can. He's grunting. <laughs> oh, shit. It is not okay. You hear it? Y'all hear it? And Frenchie, give your, uh, give your socials out. Yeah, shout yeah, your socials. Out. yeah, I was about to shout out Frenchie. I was like, Frenchie, give us, where, we, where can we find you? Where do we find you? Can you can find me on Instagram at Frenchie Stees, F-R-E-N-C-H-I-E-S-T-E-E-Z. And you can find me on Twitter, but like, don't follow me on Twitter. It's what the fuck French, W-T-F, F-R-E-N-C-H. That's more of like personal French, you know? And then Instagram French is like business Hollywood French, you know, like the, I'm known as, you know, we're going with Frenchie in the building. Don't talk to me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just had to throw that out there. (laughs) All right. Shout out to, uh, 
Oh, that's good radio for having me on this. Y'all should follow them if you guys don't already. We about to be legends too soon. You don't know us yet, but you will. <laughs> Damn, drop a don't ball forget. On right at the end. <laughs> hey, I had to. I had to. I fucking had to. You know, these are my boys. We, we love you, Frenchie. So thank you for much. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for our first time, last time viewers. Shout out to Frenchie for coming through, being a badass bitch, doing her thing. Yeah, show off. Show one off last your- thing. Sorry, I had to shout out one time. House Supply. House Supply. Oh, Los Angeles They're fucking, if you're into house music and electronic raves and all that, make sure to follow their page. They have some dope merch. Fuck Super yeah. warm, too. I need warm right now. <laughs> And we out. All right, peace out. Thank you. you Love.